This is the Jocko Underground Podcast, number 27, sitting here with Echo Charles, sometimes known as Echo Charlie. Sure. Hell yeah. (laughs) So the last one of these that we did, we were talking about this this psychological study called the Monster Study, which is really messed up and also kind of shows the kind of influence you can have over another human being, especially a young, malleable human being. But then we were talking to Hicks and Gracie the other day on the Jocko podcast, and um, he was talking about how he how he overcame claustrophobia. He went into the Hicks and Vajito. <laughs> and I I I know I kind of wanted to say something during the podcast. But it would have sidetracked the podcast. Let's face it. Mm. We could have had a 45 minute, maybe yes. one hour discussion about your experiences of claustrophobia. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I figured I made a little note. Next time we get on here, we could talk about your experiences with claustrophobia, which were pretty gnarly. And then you got over it, kind of, I believe. Yeah. Where are you at? What was it like? What did it feel like? You and I used to train. Yeah. And you sometimes would tap out yeah. from not a submission, yeah. but just from claustrophobia. Yes. Well, yeah. <laughs> I had a guy in one of my platoons, and he would we'd roll, and I'd roll with everybody, so by the time he would show up, because I'd roll with people sequentially, hey, you come at you know, 5.15, you come at 5.30, whatever. Yeah. By the time this guy showed up, I would be sw- you know, sweaty, mm. And he would, he only probably rolled with me three times because after that he just didn't want to do jujitsu anymore. Yeah. But he, I remember him just getting so angry. Yeah. You know, I'm a cross side or I'm mounted or something. And he's yeah. just like, and he's tapping, just like, just get off me. Yeah. Get off. And like walking around the mat angry. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yes, I and do. it was claustrophobia. Yeah. But he expressed it through anger. Yeah. And, and, and frustration, but just really just anger. Yeah. He hated it. Yeah. What What was your feeling like? <laughs> <laughs> well, funny you ask this because I do think about it because it, it, you know, like when you see on the movies or whatever, or you hear about people <laughs> when they have it really bad, like they can't go in an elevator yeah. even, or like in a crowded space or whatever, where it's not, it's not even that, not that at all. Um, it was more the idea that I can't, like, <laughs> the, I can't get out of here like i can't move i can't get out of this tight like space yeah well this is reminding me of admiral mcguire's story about being in the torpedo tube with water in there and a rig and three other guys yeah 21 inch circle by the way yeah i saw a comment somebody read that and said 21 inch circle that's the size of echo charles's arms (laughs) 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 <laughs> yeah man that uh so that's a little that's a little tube you're in yeah and so even that yeah i'd feel it with the water and stuff yeah that's crazy mm-hmm. here's the thing that would always help though is if i if i had something else on my mind like if i was doing something like i've had a job to do or whatever then it like, takes it away fully so the times where i felt it i really had to like me- okay so jujitsu right mm-hmm. where it thing was is you really like jujitsu yes you really like jujitsu everything but that so you kind of yeah. had to force yourself to get over that. Yeah. And the, you, it, there was only a handful of people that I felt it with, though. Mm. And you, because your side mount is freaking, is not only heavy, because you put a bunch of extras on your side control. Like, you're, 
heaviness, you know, mm-hmm. like when you walk around at what, 230 or whatever, mm-hmm. you don't feel like 230. Like I've had guys who's 300 pounds that their side control is not that like hard, mm-hmm. you know, just your regular side control, not the kind like you're trying to put elbows or nothing like that, just regular resting side control, <laughs> whatever. Um, it's like heavy. It was less about the physical feeling. It was more about the mental feeling mm-hmm. because if let's say I'm going with like a real a new jujitsu guy and he goes side mount, he's 270 pounds. I know like I, when it's time, I can get out of here. If I make it a point like I'm going to get out, I can get out. So whatever. But with you, it's not like that. So I can be like, I can, my life can depend on it and I probably <laughs> won't get out of here. So, and then not to mention, I'm probably tired or, or we'll say I'm not full energy. Right. Um, little short on breath. Little short on breath, like all that thing. And you put it all together. <laughs> It's like, oh, so if I feel like, hey, I'm working on a very specific technique to get out of side control, it won't affect me. It's weird because I'll be trying to work on that technique. But if it fails a couple of times and I'm just left with the side control, then I'm like, dang, yeah, and then I'll feel it for sure. But it has a lot to do with two. uh, You're kind of over it now, though, aren't you? I'm over it, yeah, for sure. A hundred percent? I haven't probably felt gonna it. put that to the test in yeah. the near future. Just yeah. <laughs> if and here's the thing too. Here's a weird thing. It's also like so. Remember, there was a time where you thought I wasn't over it, or you maybe thought I wasn't. You wanted to quote unquote put it to the test, and then you did this thing. You went side control, and you put your feet up on the wall to make it extra heavy. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I feel it physically, but I didn't feel it mentally. Uh, okay. Almost like the so maybe mo- you're cured. I felt like the more you're trying to do it to me and I know you're trying to make me claustrophobic, the less it works. I feel like if you're just like, if you're just like, okay, you got the position and let me just hold it here to set up this or set up that. I'm like, man, there's no escape on this thing because you're dedicated to the side control for the, for the personal purpose of having the side control for a reason. And then I have no choice because you're going to hold it. Mm. You know what it might be though? When you put your feet up on the wall and you're like, yeah, echo, fucking side control, side control, side mount. No, you got determined. Yeah, like it's resist. like a me against you now. So I get to, yeah, it's like I have another job to do. But um, yeah, I don't have it anymore, I don't think. I feel like what you have to, the part that I think is psychological is if you start thinking about it. If yes. you start thinking about the fact that you can't move. Yeah. There's some parable about your, this village and there's a pot in the village and if you can stir the pot through the night without thinking about, and they tell you what you're not allowed to think about, then through the night, it'll turn to gold. Mm. And so they tell whatever the thing is they're not supposed to be, you know, don't think about the waterfall. If you think about the waterfall, it won't turn into gold. Mm-hmm. And so everyone goes out there to stir in the pot and they, they think about the waterfall and they don't get the gold. But then someone shows up and they say, hey, just turn, t- uh, uh, stir this pot all night. Mm. They don't tell them what to not think about. And then right. they just go in there and they start, they're not yeah. paying attention to it. Right. It just anything like, anything's like that, right? Yeah. If you don't notice someone, yeah. if someone says, hey, is that noise bothering you? I wasn't even, <laughs> now I can hear it. Now I couldn't hear it before. Now it's bothering me. Yeah. So you got to learn how to shut that part of your brain off and just, just fixate on other things. Not yeah. get focused on the fact that you can't move your arms. Yeah. Or and that there's a waterfall yeah. somewhere. He, Hickson brought up a good point though, which, I was impressed that he had this mindset so early where he was like, he felt the claustrophobia from the headlock Attack. and he, yeah. And then he goes and like works on it yeah. in this like crazy way at however, 12 years old or something yeah. like that. I'm like, dang, like 12, usually at 12, you're like, I'm never doing that again. That's I'm going to avoid the headlock yeah, next time, you know? Sure. But I, I feel like when you're, when I am more like in shape and 
breathing helps and stuff like that. And then the more you, you know, the more I roll with you, the more, yeah, the, the less claustrophobia I'm going to feel. Right on. I just wanted to bring that up. <laughs> yeah. Let's roll. What do you got for Q&A? Q&A. Got some interesting Q&A. Hey, Jocko and Echo. I'm a huge fan of the podcast. I appreciate everything that you guys are doing. Since listening, I went from being a high school dropout to maintaining a 4.0 GPA in all my college classes while working full-time and training at least three days a week in jiu-jitsu. I've dreams to pursue a military... I have dreams to pursue the military once I complete my associate's degree, and I cannot thank you enough for the motivation and mentorship that I've received from the podcast. With all that being said, I feel I'm lacking a strong male figure in my life. I'm a married 21-year-old female. My biological father isn't in the picture. My husband is prior military and struggles deeply with depression. He's very mentally unstable and struggles with wanting to end his life often. I feel like I don't have a strong male figure to lean on, when I need help or advice, I truly want to, I truly want what Dakota Meyer spoke of having with you, someone I know I can call and trust. My question is, how do I find a fatherly figure as an adult? Is this something I should let happen organically through jujitsu or in the future through the military? Do you think this is something that I should just forget and move on from instead? If it's something I should pursue actively, what does that look like tangibly? Thank you for all you all you do. Awesome. Um, so he, here's what I think of mentors, and I I have talked about this before. You've got to kind of build your own mentors in life, mm-hmm. and the chances that you have someone that swoops down to mentor you, the chances of that happening in a in a really overt way. Hi, Jocko, how you doing? I'm, I want to be your mentor. Well, great, you have experience in the things that I've always wanted to do, so you're gonna be a good mentor. So, that is a little excerpt of what we are doing on the Jocko Underground podcast. So if you wanna to continue to listen, go to jockounderground.com and subscribe, and we're doing this, we're doing this to mitigate our reliance on external platforms so we are not subject to their control. And we are doing this so that we can support the Jocko podcast, which will remain as is, free for all, as long as we can keep it that way. But we, but we are doing this so we don't have to be under the control of sponsors. And we're doing it so we can give you more control, more interaction, more direct connections, better communications with us. And to do that, we are, we're building a website right now where we'll be able to utilize to strengthen this legion of troopers that are in the game with us. So thank you, it's jockounderground.com. It costs $8.18 a month, and if you can't afford to support us, we can still support you. Just email assistance at jockounderground.com and we'll get you taken care of. Until then, we will see you mobilized underground.